thank you, Jesus. I sense such a strong release in the house. And I believe it is not by chance nor accident that you are here today. You might be a regular fellowshipper with us, but I still believe it is not by chance that you are here. But the Lord wants to break you free. He wants to break through your life, your family, your ministry, your business. He wants to give you a breakthrough. Because he has seen the toil for far too long. So it is time now to break through to be able to assess that which he had intended for your life. If you believe it, say amen. Last two weeks, I started a series, The Oil That Breakthrough. The Oil That Breakthrough. And from my introduction, I touched on Job chapter number 29, verse number 6. Job 29, verse number 6. And from the book of Job, chapter number 1, it tells of Job, a man who is in a right standing with God. A man who walks with God. And a man who is in the righteousness of God. In Job, chapter number 2, we, we see the Satan bargaining for Job's life, and we see the, the, the struggles of Job. We see the challenges of Job. We see the impediment that came upon him. We see bad news upon bad news come upon him. Amen. And sometimes I say to myself, can the righteous suffer calamities? Oh, yes, they can. Sometimes the, the hottest fire comes from the Lord, not from the devil. For Job's chaos and his woes, it was the Lord making a boast of him. It was the Lord making a brag of Job. It was the, the Lord showing of Job that he, he is a faithful son of me and he will not disown me or reject me even if you take all the things that he enjoys of his life. But for the life that he has, he will save me in prosperity and in poverty, in health and in sickness. Job will not denounce me. God was making a boast of Job, but it appeared that Job was in a struggle and was from one calamity, one obstacle to the other. And yet the Lord was making a boast of him. Many a time, I said last week, when God is making a boast of us, we give up and we disappoint God. When God is saying, as for my servant, Joseph, as for my servant, Grace, she will never forsake me. And Cancel Tazbell comes. You have no money in your account. The electric bills are coming. You have, there's nothing in the accounts to pay off. Then he said, this God cannot help me. Now, you begin to take your 
situation into your own hands and manage it the best way you think you can. And still, you cannot. Minister Chris said, there are many good reasons, but allow the, the will of the Lord come through for your life. And he will take care of the good reasons. How many of us have experienced God taking care of our good reasons? When you trusted him and obeyed him and you saw that God took care of your good reasons. Amen. Whilst God was making a boss of Job, it brought woes to him. But in Job chapter number 29, verse number 6, the Bible says that My feet you wash in butter, and the rose pour oil unto me. And when the rose pour oil unto him, and his feet are dipped in butter, there's got to be a divine breakthrough for him. That that which he had lost of his life, God was able to restore more than double for his trouble. When the enemy comes unto you like flood, Bible said the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard. Bible says in Isaiah chapter number 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. He has anointed me. My, oh, yakapa. My head you anoint with oil. Psalm chapter number 23. And my cup runneth over. Yea. Goodness and mercies shall follow me. So where you experience sickness, you begin to experience healing. Where you experience poverty, wherever you have experienced anything negative or bad or evil, you begin to see a turn around. Why? Because you're, there is oil on your head. And that oil breaks through. Every impediment and every orchestration of the enemy, every line, spiritual line that has been drawn before you, that in the realm of the spirit you cannot cross that line, that because of the oil that is upon you, that oil will answer that line in the mighty name of Jesus. I said that oil will answer that line in the name of Jesus. I said that oil will answer that line in the name of Jesus. In other words, the oil will speak for you. And break through for you. Is there anybody receiving anything? And in, oh, yakapa, yakata. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a beautiful story in the book of 2 Kings chapter number 4. I touched on that. Two weeks ago. About this widow. Whose husband the prophet. Is left her. And two sons. And now. The debt she owed. Had caught up with her. They had come 
to take the sons into slavery, which is according to the law. These boys were to go into slavery for 50 good years until the year of Jubilee that they would be released and set free. So a 50 years captivity this woman her hope her aspiration her future which were in his children were about to be taken away from her until she came into contact with the prophet and said man of God you know how myself, my husband loved the Lord and served the Lord Maybe you were all part of the college of the prophets. Maybe you were all part of the college of the prophet. You had prophetic meetings and you saw my husband. How he served the Lord and how you will come home and we will cook for you and new people will eat. Amen. But sometimes that is the uncertainty of ministry. Praise God. So we, there's a, I mean, a good evidence in 1 Kings 4. This prophet prophesied, did serve the Lord, but left the family in debt. That is what I'm talking about. Left the family in debt. And now the hope of this widow the sons she had invested in, that one day they would take care of her. Now they have come to take them away. Maybe you are in this service and your hope has been taken away. Your confidence has been taken away. The things you, you cherish most That defined you has been taken out of your hands. And you are asking, what has become of me now? Is this how my life is going to be? The prophet asked the woman, what do you have in your house? Said, your handmaiden had nothing but a little cruise of oil. And I'm talking about the oil that breaks through. Realize that this woman's children were to go into slavery for 50 years. And they would have worked over and above like some of our credit card masters. The debt you owe on your credit card, by the time you pay the minimum payment, would have paid and finished paying. It would take you some 20 years, some 40 years, some 50 years, and you would have paid in millions or in thousands when you have only borrowed for maybe 300 pounds. That was the, maybe you say uh, nobody's can buy, maybe you have some debt on credit card that you are paid, servicing the minimum payment that is taking you so many years. Amen. This is the plight of this woman. But today I've come to talk to you about the oil that breaks through. 
it does not matter. Maybe the credit cards are mounting up on you. Maybe debts around you, all left, right, center. You don't know how to turn, but there is an oil coming over your life. That oil will give you access. That oil will break through for you. That oil will grant you favor to cause you to overcome that which is drowning you in the mighty name of Jesus. This woman said that your handmaiden has nothing except a little cruise of oil and say go borrow vessels and when you have come shut the door so what does that mean what the lord is about to do if you expose it to the general public they'll ridicule you until your faith dies until the word of god becomes non-effect in your life they will ask you do you still believe in this way manna don't fall any longer have you heard people say that have you heard people say that Manna don't fall any longer. They says the time Jesus used to rain manna, it doesn't happen. And that will kill your faith. And that which you believe that God is able to supernaturally bring a breakthrough and deliverance for you, you stop believing. Shut the door. And when you have come, begin to pour. It does not make sense. And it brought a deliverance. 50 years slavery. A little cruise. That which does not make sense. Beloved, when God is said to bring you a breakthrough, the ideas, the direction he will bring your path will not make sense to your logical mind. It will not make sense to your, 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 your thinking, your psyche. But through that, God will bring his way, work his wonders and miracles in your life. And men will stand in awe. And how did this happen? But if you have told them from the beginning, they would have just laughed at you, ridicule you to the point where you stop believing. And this woman saw miracle multiply behind her closed doors. Failing and failing and failing and failing until she had no more container. God is not a useless investor. When there was no more container, the oil ceased. The oil will not waste. In Isaiah 61, said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me. Christ is the oil. He is the anointed one. And when he comes over your life, whatever... is able to break through. When, when you read the account of the prophet Isaiah, he, you see, the, the oil did, was not upon Jesus for causing people to fall down. It was to preach the good news. It was to bind the broken heart. It was to set the captives free. It was to open the prison doors. So the anointing was always breaking through. For those who sat in darkness, the oil broke through for them. They saw a great light. 
those who were locked behind bars and shackles, the oil came upon them and the shackles fell and the doors opened. And they had their freedom. That is what the Lord wants to do for you. He is the oil. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel chapter number 9. That is where I'm going to pick my message from for today. One Samuel chapter number nine. For those of you who were not here last two weeks, that was just for a recap. Amen. Today's message we begin from one Samuel chapter number nine, reading from verse number one. First Samuel chapter nine, verse one. There was a Benjamite, a man of standing, whose name was Kish, son of Abiel the son of Zero, the son of Bekorath, the son of Apia, of Benjamin, Kish, had a son named Saul, as handsome a young man as could be found anywhere Amen. in Israel. Now Saul, the Bible description of Saul is amazing. A handsome man Praise God. A handsome man in Israel. There is none like him. Amen. Amen. And yet despite all this description. He was a donkey chaser. That was Saul. A man destined to rule. A man destined to lead a whole country and a nation. And yet, chasing after donkey because he has not encountered the oil. Amen. When you encounter the oil, you cease to be a donkey chaser to be a king of a nation. Amen. Jesus. Let, let's read on. Now the donkeys belonging to Saul's father, Kish. So now the donkeys did not belong to this handsome man himself, but his father. Sometimes as fathers, we can send our children onto useless errands. Why didn't Kish himself go chase after his own donkeys and leave the guy to be doing his Mr. Universe? Amen. So now, Saul is running and chasing after the business of the father. Whilst he has no idea of his own business. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he went after being obedient son. Obeyed the father cash to go chase after donkey. So now, the one whom the whole desire of the nation Israel will be on is with few of his father's servants going after donkeys. He doesn't know where they are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read on. And Kish said to his son, Saul, take one of the servants with you 
and go look for the donkeys. So he passed through the hill country of Ephraim and through the area around Shalisha, but they did not find them. They went on into the district of Shalim, but the donkeys were not there. Then he passed through the territories of Benjamin, but they did not find them. When they reached the district of Zaph, Saul said to the servant who was with him, Come, let's go back, or my father will stop thinking about the donkey and start worrying about us. But the servant replied, Look, in this town there is a man of God. He is a highly, respect, he's highly respected, and everything he says comes true. Let's go there now. Perhaps he will tell us where, what way to take. Verse 7, Saul said to his servant, If we go, what can we give the man? The food in our sacks is gone. We have no gift to take to the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered him, Look, he said, I have a quarter of a shekel of, of silver. I will give it to the man of God so that he will tell us what way to take. Formerly in Israel, if someone went to inquire of God, they would say, Come, let us go to the seer, because the prophet of today used to be called seers. Verse 10, Good, Saul said to his servant, Come, let's go. So they set out for the town where the man of God was. And as they were going... Praise up, the Lord. Stop there. Now, they have gone on a journey, several days journey, that they have spent all of their supplies, whatever they had with them on the journey. So they had nothing, nothing much left until they said that, no, unless the Lord build the house, them that labor, labor in vain. They realized that they, they have been on a useless journey. They have labored and it appears that their labor are coming in vain. So they began to seek for direction. So how did they seek for direction? They asked for the man of God. Is there a man of God in this city? Is there a man of God in this town? Is there a prophet in this town? Many at times, many of us, we do so many things, we don't even care enough to ask or to check with the man of God. They started a journey by themselves. They went into several journeys. They spent all of their supplies. They achieved no success or no result. Then it came into their senses that, no, 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 no. We have gone about this assignment the wrong way. We can inquire of the Lord. Let us find a man of God. In those days and even now, biblically, it was not appropriate to appear before a man of God with empty-handed. In fact, the Bible asks us and admonishes us that we should not appear before God empty hands. So you can't come before the presence of God with nothing. So it was a custom. They believed that the prophet, the men of God were the representative of God. So if they cannot appear before God with an empty hand, they can't also appear before the man of God empty hands. Amen. So the servant said, no, no, I have something small. I have something small. A little cruise of oil. It is not much. God does not need much to do a miracle. The little that you have, he's able to work for much. Amen. So they went. Amen. 
Amen. They realized that they needed direction. And they said that we must find this before our father begins to worry about us. Now the donkey will not be an issue. They have to send a search party. So they desperately needed direction and help. And they knew that it is only from God that they will get the help. So they went to the man of God. Their prophet, as the Bible says, in those days they used to call them seers. Why? Because they used to foretell what is ahead. Amen. God will give them insights, revelation into the future and they will tell it before you get there. He said, tell us our future. What is ahead of us? Where can we find these donkeys? Will our mission be successful? Will we be able to get these donkeys and return them or restore them to our father? And what did the man of God say? Verse 10. Good. Saul said to his servant, come let us go. So they set so out. Realize that the decision to look for the man of God did not come from Mr. Universe. But the servant, sometimes God will connect you with people who do not match your pedigree and degree, praise God. They don't match your standard. Maybe in education, you are far intelligent than them. Maybe by social standing, you, you, you are far better than them. But yet, they carry the key for your victory. They carry the key to your success. So don't despise people who might be lower than you think you are, they are in the mighty name of Jesus. God will bring them around you to take you to the place where you need to be. God might bring them around run you to break through for you to be where you need to be so bible says the servant it was the servant you would think that the mr universe will have the answers but he didn't it took a servant Naaman, check him out it took a maid in his house to bring recovery and restoration to him but all the generals that will come and drink their wine and dine with him, they had no answers. Maybe he did not even treat this maid well. But it was through her that she, he got his deliverance. Amen. Verse number 14. Skip to verse number 14. Uh, I want to end this in five minutes. Verse 14. They went up to the town, and as they were entering it, there was, some, there was Samuel coming towards them on his way up to the high place. Now on the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed this to Samuel. About this time tomorrow, I will send you a young man from the land of Benjamin. Anoint him ruler over my people Israel. He would Stop deliver. Stop Jesus. The oil that breaks through. And I said to you earlier on, Christ is the oil. And it is Christ that breaks through. All circumstances, all impediments, it is he 
who opens the prison gates and the gates of the towns and the cities. Amen. Amen. So Bible says that before Samuel, before Saul and the servant came to Samuel the prophet, the Lord Christ, the anointed one, and in his anointing had revealed unto him that I am bringing a man unto you for whom you shall anoint. You shall put an oil upon his life. And the oil that will come upon his life will break through for him. Will give him purpose. And a sense of direction. Realize that before this encounter, he's chasing after donkeys. And I want you to read what Samuel's said so when he found him just read on from verse number 15 verse 15 now the day before Saul came the Lord had revealed this to Samuel about this time tomorrow I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin anoint him ruler over my people Israel he would deliver them from the land of the Philistines I have looked on my people for their cry has reached me 17 when Samuel caught sight of Saul the Lord said to him, This is the man I spoke to you about. He will govern my people. Saul approached Samuel in the gateway and Amen. asked, Oh, yes, read that. Would you please tell me where the seer's house is? I am the seer, Samuel said. Go up ahead of me to the high place, for today you are to eat with me, and in the morning I will send you on your way. And will tell you all that is in your heart. As for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them. They have been found. So these guys have traveled three days journey. And have spent all of their supplies. That they did not even have anything to come before the man of God. The prophet Samuel. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says... The Lord had revealed unto Samuel that he's sending a man for Saul. For all Saul knew and the servant, they are chasing after his father's donkey, but the Lord has sent him. You didn't get that. For all he knew, he was, I said, he was running a useless errand. Many of us think we are running a useless errand. But in our useless errand, the Lord has sent you. If it not be the useless errand, you will not encounter your Samuel. You will not encounter your destiny. You will not encounter your purpose. It might be that you are living with somebody. You are, ah, yeah, pa, 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 pa. You are with somebody and it appears you are in a city and it appears that you are running a useless errand, but the Lord brought you to that city. The Lord brought you to that city. The out of that useless errand you think you are running, you are on assignment. Somebody say I am undercover, I am undercover. Ka, pa, 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 pa. So, somebody is undercover 
you are yet to be rediscovered to fulfill your assignment and your destiny i'm talking to you there is an oil and that oil is christ and if christ is upon you he will break through for you it does not matter what useless errand you think you are running to men it might be useless but to god you are on assignment you are undercover he's about to reveal you that the true you will come even Kesh did not know that his Mr. Universe was to be king of Israel. That he will have to bow unto him. That the seed he had brought forth. Verse number 20. Verse number 20. Verse 20. As for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them. They have been found. And to whom is all the desire of and Israel's to end? And to whom? And to whom? I want you to catch that. And to whom? Is all the desire of Israel. End. Amen. And to whom is all the desire of Israel tend? If not to you. If not to you. Line. So the whole nation of Israel are waiting on you for your kingship and for your direction for you to bring them and deliver them out of captivity. And you see, if you can humble yourself and go after a lost donkey because the Israel fold were lost. So if you can, look, if you can find one, you'll be able to find a lot. So if you are humble enough to run a useless errand, I will set you on a higher ground. Bible says if you humble yourself, he will exalt you. And if you abase yourself, he knows how to humble you. So was Mr. Universe. He did not say to Keshe's father, why can't you send your servant? But he did not know that the desire of the nation of Israel was upon his shoulders. He was not Mr. Universe for nothing. Hallelujah. There was an assignment. It appears that you are running a useless errand, but you are an undercover. Hallelujah. You are on assignment. And sooner or later, the oil that is resting on your life will reveal you, will expose you. Hallelujah. Now Saul is no longer a donkey chaser. What did the prophet, the seer say, they foretell, they see in the future and later. Say, don't worry about the, those donkeys you lost three, three days ago. They have been found. How did they find them? In that useless errand, they stray to the man of God who could give them direction for life. May you find a man of God who will give you direction for your life. Is it not on you that the whole, the desire of the whole nation is upon? I've come Give me the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. And I am here to tell you um, that 
you and your family are the focus of all Israel's hope. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's even better. Yes. Somebody's hope is on you. Amen. The whole nation of Israel were hoping because realize that they have already asked for a king. They have demanded a king and they have none. And the Lord found so and said, I will call someone to anoint him as a king. So the, the hope of the nation of Israel was upon the king that will sit on the throne. And someone said, it's not on you. The hope that will not disappoint. I pray that from now on, the oil that breaks through will rest upon you. And your hope shall not be dashed. Your hope shall not be cut off. That the desires will be fulfilled. In the mighty name of Jesus. That that oil will not also run dry. It says in Psalm 23, My head you anoint with oil, and my cup runneth over. In other words, the Lord is not in short supplies. Whatever he does, he, he Ephesians 3, 20 says that he is a too much God. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all. Some translations say much more than you can think or imagine. He's a big God. He's able to use the foolish things of this world to confound the wisdom of this world and lift you into your highest places. May you come into your purpose. May the oil break through for you. May the oil lead you into your assignments. May the oil remove you from every hole of the enemy. And bring you to the place that the Lord has set for you. May you find your destiny by the oil that is upon you. Christ is the oil. He is the anointed one. Every captivity you find yourself. May the Lord set you and break you free. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. needed the Lord. He needed direction. He said, let us find a man of God. Let us inquire of him. David needed the Lord. Bible said he inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue and shall I overtake? And when Saul and his servants realized and acknowledged that unless the Lord build their house, them that labor, labor in vain, they sought the direction for the Lord. I need you. 